0: The Twenty-Third Day of the Month Live your life in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. For God has graciously granted you the privilege of suffering for Him. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interest, but to the interest of others. Philippians 1, verses 27-29 and verse 3. The eighth beatitude, happy those who are persecuted in the cause of right, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Any dummy can be obnoxious enough to elicit persecution. It takes neither talent nor concentration. But to call forth persecution in the cause of right, that is quite another matter. Our capacity for self-deception is enormous. Thus, we can convince ourselves we are both working for the right cause and working at it in the right way, when in truth we are engaging in self-serving actions that detract from the causes we think we promote. It is possible to stand in the way of what is right, even when we are intending to walk in right paths. Therefore, our urgent need is to see ourselves as our critics see us. When we are derided for the causes we espouse, it is well to ask— Is the object of derision the cause I support or my imperfect way of expressing that cause? When I feel constrained to criticize others, am I criticizing their causes and viewpoints or them personally? Do I feel a sense of deep sadness within when I must stand against others or do I feel a secret sense of glee or of superiority? Do I want to see those who criticize me persuaded and transformed or defeated and punished? How can I better be faithful to what I believe and at the same time be tender and compassionate in my manner and open to new understandings within myself? In the kingdom of heaven, the impurities of wrong motives for right actions cannot exist. They are refined away by the fire of divine goodness. Opening prayer. Remember, O Lord, all who are unjustly accused or wrongfully treated because they stand for what is right. To such persons give the comfort of your presence now and the assurance that they shall share in your triumph over all evil at the coming of your kingdom. Grant us also to stand for what is right, and to do this always with pure intention and wise action, that the causes we support may commend themselves to the world. Without distractions, we create through Jesus, who, without thought for himself, called forth the ultimate persecution and achieved the final victory. Amen. Psalm 9, verses 1 through 14. I'm thanking you, God, from a full heart. I'm writing the book on your wonders. I'm whistling, laughing, and jumping for joy. I'm singing your song, High God. The day my enemies turned tail and ran, they stumbled on you and fell on their faces. You took over and set everything right. When I needed you, you were there, taking charge. You blow the whistle on godless nations. You throw dirty players out of the game, wipe their names right off the roster. Enemies disappear from the sidelines, their reputation trashed, their names erased from the halls of fame. God holds the high center. He sees and sets the world's mess right. He decides what is right for us earthlings, gives people their just deserts. God's a safe house for the battered, a sanctuary during bad times. The moment you arrive, you relax. You're never sorry you knocked. Sing your songs to Zion, dwelling God. Tell his stories to everyone you meet. How he tracks down killers, yet keeps his eye on us, registers every whimper and moan. Be kind to me, God. I've been kicked around long enough. Once you've pulled me back from the gates of death, I'll write the book on hallelujahs, on the corner of Main and First. I'll hold a street meeting. I'll be the strong leader. We'll fill the air with salvation songs. From the prophet Isaiah. Chapter 10, verses 20-27 through Now in that day the remnant of Israel and those of the house of Jacob who have escaped will never again rely on the one who struck them, but will truly rely on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. A remnant will return, the remnant of Jacob, to the mighty God. For though your people, O Israel, may be like the sand of the sea, only a remnant within them will return, a destruction is determined, overflowing with righteousness. For a complete destruction, one that is decreed, The Lord God of hosts will execute in the midst of the whole land. Therefore, thus says the Lord God of hosts, O my people who dwell in Zion, do not fear the Assyrian who strikes you with a rod and lifts up his staff against you the way Egypt did. For in a very little while my indignation against you will be spent, and my anger will be directed to their destruction. The Lord of hosts will arouse a scourge against him like the slaughter of Midian at the rock of Oreb, and his staff will be over the sea, and he will lift it up the way he did in Egypt. So it will be in that day that his burden will be removed from your shoulders and his yoke from your neck, and the yoke will be broken because of fatness. Jude, chapter 1, verses 17 through 25. But you, beloved, ought to remember the words that were spoken beforehand by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, that they were saying to you, in the last time there will be mockers, following after their own ungodly lust. These are the ones who cause divisions, worldly-minded, devoid by the Spirit. But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting anxiously for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to eternal life, and have mercy on some who are doubting. Save others, snatching them out of the fire, and on some have mercy with fear, hating even the garment polluted by the flesh. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of his glory, blameless with great joy, to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. From the Gospel of Luke, chapter 3, verses 1 through 9. Now in the fifteenth year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod was tetrarch of Galilee, and his brother Philip was tetrarch of the region of Iturea and Trachonitis, and Licinius, was tetrarch of Abilene, and the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, the son of Zacharias in the wilderness, and he came into all the district around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins." As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Make ready the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. Every ravine will be filled and every mountain and hill will be brought low. The crooked will become straight and the rough road smooth and all flesh will see the salvation of God. So he began saying to the crowds who were going out to be baptized by him, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore, bear fruits in keeping with repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham for our father. For I say to you, that from these stones God is able to raise up children to Abraham. Indeed, the axe is already laid at the root of the trees, so every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. prayer for saturday prepare our hearts O lord to join together with your whole congregation to praise and serve you reveal your presence to all who will gather in adoration and self-offering to those who cannot for good reason go gladly into your house give your strength and consolation that they may know of the concern of their communities of faith make us receptive to your word for us and enable us to know and do your will Bind your people together in a shared faith, a common witness, and compassionate service to the world, through Jesus our Savior. Amen. From the Methodist Handbook of Prayer for 2023, written by Elizabeth Rundle. Eternal God of Shalom, we pray for all working for justice and reconciliation in the Holy Land. Gracious Spirit of Salam, we pray for wisdom and tolerance among all people for whom Israel and Palestine are holy. Lord Jesus, Prince of Peace, pour your inclusive healing love on people who are frightened, oppressed, bereaved, or defiant. We pray so earnestly for a just and equal sharing of the beautiful, divided, and scarred land. Amen. The Apostles' Creed